This is a HeadGum Podcast. This ain't that long-term vision and investment. This is time to get that cake quicker than Sexton. If you about that, that's money sensation. It's time to open up your ears to twin innovation. Howdy, folks, and welcome to Twinovation, the podcast for your schemes, dreams, misdemeans, conscripts, hustles, any way you're making that money. We're here to help you. And as always, I'm joined by my shifty, nifty, evil twin brother, I'll have the chef, Jeff Rosenberg. His train's about to go off the rails. And of course, we're joined by the Dame Von Dutch herself. She's Anna Merida Nikolic. Hi, how are you? Yeah. Guys and dolls, uh, sorry that we were off last week. We're getting back Are into you, it. Are you sorry? Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, well, Jeff should be sorry. He's the reason why we couldn't record per usual. I forgot yeah. you guys did your Our Sad Life. I haven't gotten a chance to listen to it. I heard very good things, though. Yeah, the fans are going wild. Of course, we had to record an episode without Jeff because he's all over the world. Really um, difficult to kind of hold a responsibility with this kid, you know? He's, yeah, unlike Jesus, he's hard to nail down. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> nail this kid down uh, uh, my apologies to the nation we've got uh, but it is good it is good to go on a little uh july sabbatical hiatus for Jeff. obviously people also like to be aware communication is key and we're always working on that type of stuff yeah we're always growing we're always learning we learn from the nation we are one with the nation dave was gonna have us not record even today again <laughs> you know i did notice that out of dave he seemed a little uh, uh not into it you know it's hard to pull the trigger when it comes down to it i don't know if dave's what we would consider a trigger man or not what do you think well, no, Jeff, I, I have a no i have a mood disorder no um, follow through and you know he's a real it's the two of you together it's like trying to wrangle cats literally Literally. Do you want to take over the logistics of recording? Uh, and you kind of send out an email update as to uh, when and where know, we do that? I have a really high-stress job uh, during the day, so I would love to not take that on. I think that Dave is more of, like, the man who has a bit of flexibility. Like No, man, I don't have flexibility. The man about the house. Like, if we had kids, you'd be taking care of the kids, and I'd kind of oh, be wearing geez. the power suit, you know what I mean? I'd be wearing the shoulder pads and the briefcase, and you'd kind of be the Mr. Magoo, Mr. Mom, you know? Oh, Donna, that's not cool i'm sort of the breadwinner in the family and <laughs> and you supply the jam we're dinks the we're dual we're dinks we're dual income no kids dual income dinkers but Dinker yeah basically doodles. dave can kind of take on all of my excess uh responsibilities as my houseboy of sorts interesting dave i don't rebuttal. think that's fair and i think that's really derogatory you know <laughs> You're like my pool boy <laughs> like my little kept man this is a man's world we all know it and uh, it's time for this man to put his hand down. <laughs> okay, uh, well, we have a lot to get to. A lot to get to, but for any new listeners out there, I want to give them an idea of what this podcast is all about. We come up with those schemes, those dreams. We come up with inventions, ideas, and we even take submissions. You can DM us on Instagram at Twinovation Pod or on Twitter, or you could email us at... Uh, 
ideas at twinnovation.biz or twinnovationpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, really DM us on Instagram. We like that. We see that shit. Do you think we could ever get on Rogan? I wonder if, if you know, oh, wow. what would we have to do to get on Rogan? You guys can't Rogan? even get on Jake and Amir's podcast. You think <laughs> Dude, we could get on Rogan if we do like, uh, what if it's like uh, something infamous that we do, you know, like we, we uh, take a shit in front of Ro- Joe Rogan's office every day for a year. Yeah, we got to do something viral. Uh, I think you would yeah. go viral. I mean, that would probably that. be viral with the, considering what you Jeff, eat. you know how Elon Musk <laughs> changed Twitter to X? Uh, yeah, you know, I've been so busy these last couple of weeks, but I did hear some whispers of that, and I, I hear it's kind of going up in flames. A little bit. So he tried to put a sign that said X on the Twitter headquarters, and it got taken down for, like, not meeting whatever building codes, whatever structural integrity. Yeah. So what uh, yeah, if me yeah, and I did you see that. travel there, we go on the rooftop and we make an X out of our bodies. That's how we get Rogan's attention. You'd never make it to the stairwell. <laughs> That's interesting. Sure I would. I look like a Twitter tech employee. I'm kind of a man in yeah, tech. You put one of those high-vis vests on, you can get anywhere you want these days. Yeah, I hear if you bring a ladder, you can get anywhere. I've seen some viral YouTube videos about that. That's interesting, Dave, because people actually open the door for the ladder carriers. That's right. Yeah, I actually know someone in college who walked into one of these uh, big box stores, and I, this was not me. This was a friend, uh, and I was not present for this, but it was kind of like a famous story of this friend at the time uh they walked into one of these you know large stores like home depot or lowe's or one of those and picked up a table like that was for sale that was like already like assembled like sitting there like a display like a round like bistro table for like putting on your patio or something like whatever and he picked it up and walked out with it over his head and like no one said shit to him. Fucking legend, he dude. He just walked out with it confidently <laughs> over his head, like so. It like it just looks like he knows. Oh, that's white privilege. He knows what he's doing, and he's walking it to his car, and he <gasps> just walked straight out of the store with this. Like, well, I think no one wants to stop that person, right? Well, it's shoplifting. Well, it's like you see the videos, Dave. Public freakouts is it's a literally good one. shoplifting. It, yeah, it's shoplifting, and it's and it's it's. I think it's about the confidence and the brazenness with it's which a you, shop shoulder press at the end of the day. Yeah, uh, Mark tried lifting the baseball cards over his head to get past the uh, security system <laughs> when we. Robbed uh, Kmart back in 2001. Super Kmart. And Super that was, Kmart. Uh, in the shoes, not over the head. Oh, no, he did go over the head. Yeah, but I remember very clearly. <laughs> and Jeff and I were putting them in our shoes. Um, right, because he wanted God. to go above the, the reader. And we wanted to go below the reader. Well, we wanted to not be found on our person. One is a, a visual. I um, think Mark had the right idea. I think you guys would have had a better shot with the going all going over the head that's interesting you know the best thing would have been to you know walk up to the front of the store throw the cards out through the door didn't he put it in his hat well we had multiple different things going on the thing is and the nation might know this 
we got away with it the first day. And then like it, That's the, always the idiots we were, we came back for the second consecutive like, day. Greedy. Greedy. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, we have a lot of stuff to get into. You know, we've missed basically months of, and months of this. It's um, been, it feels like years uh, since we've recorded. And, and there's been so many things that I wanted to talk about and I have them all. Written. I've probably heard them all. So no, let, no, no. let's save this for your Anna. Honestly, Anna. There is Patreon. no honestly, Anna. There is no honestly, Anna. Oh, okay. What about this? What about this? What about this? Dishonestly, about this? About Anna. This? How about uh, we did we we didn't talk about the lady who who complained at the restaurant. Okay, so so we Dave and I should we, should we just get right into the what? what? Why are you looking at me like that? I'm not. <laughs> look. Ew, you're like baring your teeth. No, I'm not at me. baring my teeth. I just opened my you eyes. Look like. You look like the snow monster from that um, Rudolph like claymation oh. stop motion movie. Very nice, Jack Frost. Yeah, no, the the snow monster. Like, I'll post a photo of him on the Instagram. But yeah, I don't like what you're doing, Frosty. This is just my face. No, I'll I'll pull up the snow monster to show you, Jeff. But He's like, got that carrot nose, that's for sure. Yeah, you're not kind mm. of that whiskey carrot nose. No, it's Jeff, it's, it's, into the beast. it's small spectacular and it's shade of orange. No, it's not, Jeff. It's pure white, like. An angel. No, it's it's like the four loco nozo. Oh, you got me there. It's been weeks and we have lots of beef backed up. Do you smell that? Oh, yeah. It's the beef of the week. Beef of the week, of course, is a segment of the show where we like to air out our grievances with society, with the nation, with each other. I open the mud pit, the pig pen. Tenny beef. Okay. So this was from a few weeks back at this point, and I had actually had this in my notepad, and I was thinking about talking about it when we did the, you know, our sad life What's episode. What's the title of that note? Twinovation. Is that where you also put your ideas or what? Well, like she writes down her ideas? I have tons of ideas in here. Whoa. Um. Anyway, and I write down things like, you know, if someone messages me, because as you guys know, um, I'm very friendly, and I speak with a lot of the members of the nation via DM, and uh, Jeff, does anyone ever DM any, you? Any shout outs that you want to give? Yeah, actually, my girl Annalise came with a very Annalise, big fan, very good idea called the replay list. Basically, you know, it, is this, this is a, a listener submission? This is a playlist that all of the songs that you listen to on your phone in the day, like it will create a playlist of those songs so that you basically can kind of have them there on the go when you want to listen to them again. You know what I mean? What if it's like the stuff that you tap to hear on Shazam automatically makes a playlist, a Shazam playlist? Hmm. What do you mean? Like it, it makes a playlist of songs as that's happening in your life as you're walking around? When you hear a song at a restaurant or a bar, you Shazam it. Oh, that's the song. Goes into a playlist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shazam playlist. Yeah. But yeah, that was Annalise's idea. But anyway, um, as, uh, I digress. Uh, as great as that idea is, I do love that. We, I was going to talk about this on the Our Sad Life, and then instead I talked about how our apartment's probably going to burn down, which is actually, ironically, something I probably should have shared with Jeff because he's an, he's an electrician amateur of electrician. Sorts. Yeah, I'm, I'm exactly. actually surprised more apartments aren't burning down every day. <laughs> 
Oh, in Harlem they well, do. Well, Offcast will tell you the story again uh, about kind of what's going on there. But uh, anyway, I'll, I'll bring with this brings me to the original story I wanted to tell, which is that Dave and I are enjoying a lovely meal uh, as we are wont to do and oft to do uh, at this pizza restaurant. Um, pizza, pizza, and we're having Pizzeria. our meal. We're having our you know date night after work, and there's mm. this family, a uh, a woman. With like a teenager and then two like small children, probably like five and six year old children. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're talking, mostly the teenager and the mom are talking. And then the little kids are like getting up and like walking around the table and switching seats and sitting with each other and being little rugrats. Being annoying, but like not yelling or anything, but just like because we were right next to them, like kind of definitely being annoying, right? And they're blah, really blah, blah, blathering on. No, yeah, no, well. cute. What do you think? They're cute? No, wouldn't it be a problem if they were cute, huh? So, no. No, it would be a problem. No matter. Well, the problem really wasn't so much with them as much it was with, with, with what I'm about to reveal that happened. The big uh, reveal. So we're having the <laughs> dinner. They're doing this. I don't love it. You know, we all know if you've been listening for a while, you know how I feel about, you know, children in restaurants. I don't think they should be we allowed. We definitely know how children in restaurants feel about you. I, I think that you should have to be 21 or at least 18 to be allowed into a restaurant. Like, you shouldn't just be like children. <laughs> to have dinner. No, go have dinner at home or there should be restaurants sp- specifically for children. Like, kind of like what I think Red Robin is. Red Robin. It's just like, you know. <laughs> It's, it's not the right atmosphere you want when you're out to have a, you know, elevated meal. I think meal. what you're thinking of is a bar. They bring children into, we were sitting at a bar yesterday having our delicious drinks and dinner and there was children in there yesterday. Different story. It's like, what the hell? Get that's out of true. Here. That's Get true. Get the hell out of here. People bring their kids everywhere. Like it's a freaking handbag. Like leave it at home. <laughs> so I don't we disagree. are sitting there next to this mother and her kids and her daughter. She finally asked for the fucking check. They're going to leave. The waiter is like a teenage boy. A hottie, if He's I He's actually so kind of myself. probably the most popular teenage boy in Big his grade. Big hottie that I Big, saw. Big, cute teenage. Uh, actually, that's actually well, sounds. Well, he's not rich, though. He's working class, huh? He was 18 to, to be. <laughs> yeah, you sound creepy. Make he, sure he was you a teenage have. boy like a. Uh, he was barely probably, legal. Probably 18 or 19 years old. Um, so he's Meow. very sweet. Well, the hot ones are all older looking than they are, though. He could have been 14, 15. Oh, God, I don't you, think so. You can't so. hire someone that young. He's working his job, you know. You can in Iowa. It's probably a summer job. Like, he's doing that. Very nice kid. We're talking to him. And then he is also the waiter for the table next to us. They ask for the check. And he goes and he brings it to them. And she pays whatever. And then we think... They're going to leave, and that's it. And then she goes, can I just give you some feedback to this guy, as like this waiter? Ew. And he's like, he's like, oh, sure. And then she goes, and this is no reflection on you whatsoever. And like immediately, as soon as I heard this, I like nudged Dave, and I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like, what's going to happen? Well, gonna be juicy. I'm always listening. So we're sitting there listening. She goes, when I came in, your hostess offered my children two tablets to play on while we're at the table. And I just think that is 
completely inappropriate and unacceptable. The children need to learn how to be at a restaurant. How are they going to learn how to be at a restaurant if they sit at the table on the tablet the entire time? I think you really need to revise this policy. And the kid is like, uh, okay. And like, she's like, well, if you could please pass that on. And he's like, okay, I will. And what the fuck? Like, your children should would have been so much less annoying if they had the tablet. <laughs> like, let them fucking be on the tablet. When they're, like, 18, they can go to their first, you know, non-tablet restaurant experience and uh, practice talking. But my restaurant is not your training ground for your rotten children. And then you have the audacity to complain about someone offering them the tablet. She was acting like the lady uh, offered them pornography. Like it's a fucking tablet that is like a locked well, like child's tablet. On those tablets, you I know it wasn't like just giving them I mean, an meanwhile, iPad. Meanwhile, I would have loved to have gotten a tablet it was, offer. It was tablets for children. They True. were for children. Let's just say the conversation was a little dull. I saw the thing that she was talking about and it was things that were for kids. It wasn't like it was some, yeah, like she just gave, was trying to give them an iPad, that, an unlocked iPad with access to the internet. Like, and for that woman to be pissed about that to the point where she simmered about it the entire meal. She was simmering, Jeff. I saw steam coming out of her ass. And then she, and then she goes and says something about it like that. It's like, what the hell? So that was really annoying. You know, you really can't win. I was thinking when she was talking that if I was that waiter, I would have been so I inside while she was talking. If I was a waiter, I would have been thinking like I would have been having like an existential crisis, kind of like with the olives. People were annoying, were ignoring me. I was like having right. a existential crisis of life. You want to you want to you want to like pounce, but you have to be civil. Yes, you have to be civil. But but I made it up to the waiter. I gave him a big tip and the shaft, too. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, you always make it so we have to just put grace to have to kind of take everything out of your whole have to take that, that you out. Say. You make it all creepy and weird. There you go. He was 18, if not 25. <laughs> so, all right. That was that. Uh, I oh, Here's a thought, not an idea. I'm just going to throw it out there while we're on the subject. Once your bill is paid, you're, tr- you're officially trespassing and you should have to leave immediately. Why? Because once you've paid the bill, like there should be a five to ten minute grace period. Anything beyond that, you don't pay the bill and then sit there what if and you have, still your have something to drink. Coffee. What if they give you the bill early? You should you should you know plan in advance that once you ask for the bill, you're slurping down those drinks. It's not your it's not your real estate. Is this that coming from purchased. like the customer side or the service side of things? I it was coming from it's coming from many times that I am waiting for a table at a restaurant. True, that's um, true. An annoying couple who already paid the bill sitting there staring into each other's eyes on the table. It's like get up, take this down the street. And free up the table. Yeah, you're, if there's people waiting, it's rude. You know, you, right, you right. If, if you're still ordering shit and you haven't paid yet, then that's your table and take your time. Is this the same restaurant with the kids or a no, different no, 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 no. Once no, you no. pay. This was the Jameson Tavern. Once, once you pay and you're still sitting at the table, I should be able to call the police <laughs> and report you for <laughs> trespassing if you're still at the table. In this situation, Anna really stared down the people that were uh, sitting at the table. I stood there and stared at them from across the room because I wanted them to 
feel that like they were on my time, basically. Like, and one woman was did a you guest. get that table though? Yes, we did. yes. <laughs> one woman was what? She was aghast by your look. Uh, yeah. Well, she's using that shaking. word right? She, not really. You're making. No. She 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 did seem alarmed, and it did make them get up and move. I think because it's like, dude, like you paid. It's she not- was really mean mugging them, Jeff. It made me uncomfortable. It was, a, it was like a couple, and you. It was a it was were, a family, and they had a, like. Babies. It was a huge family with kids. They had paid like 20 minutes ago and they're sitting there, you know, picking up the baby, showing the baby, walking around the table with the kid, taking up the time. It's like, you know, having, having a good family experience. Yeah, but you well, do but that. You're getting, a, you're getting a five top for two people? An eight no, top. We were Jeff. with our family. We're too. with the crew, man. We're always with the oh, crew. I'm sorry. I thought I was your family, but I guess not. No, dude. And big shout out to Tom who works at Rose's Foods, recognized me the other week just want to give you big ups big shout outs yeah that's very cool i wasn't accompanying you Uh, that time my boy goes to mcgill in uh montreal he's just turned 18 a couple months ago that's our fourth portland area like nation member run-in like that's really incredible yeah the nation runs strong we run real strong i thought being in maine of all places that we would have ran into people like it never really happened when we were in the city well, it happened to me all the time, but that's more because I look like Jeff, and Jeff's kind of like on the cover of books. That's not true. Yeah, that's not true. They probably only noticed you when I was wheeling you around in that wheelchair that I got for you that one time. Oh, gee, yeah, when yeah. were you doing that? At what point were you ever wheeling him I around? I think you recall. I remember you showing up with the wheelchair and then for seven years afterwards g- talking about uh, giving yourself credit for how you brought the wheelchair. But well, I actually remember... I don't remember- think the credit's undue. I thought the wheelchair came. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think the wheelchair went there. I put Dave in the wheelchair and, and then I took him out for a spin or two. You, oh, you took him out for a spin? Well, I was the one taking him to his doctor's appointments and trying oh, to help. I actually, neither of you helped out a lot in that instance. Oh, my God. And I was left to my own devices. That's not true. You love being the victim. Yeah, I could, you're such I could, a victim. The, the glee on your face when I no, brought that wheelchair no, I was a victim. Was, no one was helped. something I haven't he seen. I haven't seen from, uh, from anyone other than a child's birthday. Yeah, no, he really Joe, You could couldn't imagine the pain I was in. so hard no, to that. You it's know? so annoying. You ruined no. Halloween. If he could could lean. People with back problems. Ugh. I hope that doesn't become a thing again. That was super annoying. And I don't have any. It's going to be a thing. He doesn't take care of his back. My back's better than yours now. You're the one. Well, I was home the other week. Uh, we were at Ryan's house, and uh, Jeff was apparently. I wasn't there yet, but Jeff was apparently showing I Ryan. You were home. You just said you were home, but you got the Ryan's before me, so you know the story, Jeff. So you don't need to correct me. But Jeff showing Ryan some back stretches that he's doing, <laughs> and then he can't. Then he bends over and he can't pick himself back up. <laughs> And from what I hear, he was crawling on the ground on the sidewalk and people are asking if he was all right and stuff. Really, really. Likely story, Dave. Very cute. Very cute. It sounds like one of those Why don't you tell it how it happened, Jeff? You were there. It sounds like this is something that happened to you. Big shout out to Pelico. He'll, he'll, uh. Huge shout out to Pelico. Thanks for uh, peeling Dave off the sidewalk. Speaking of your friend group, uh, this is a perfect time for me to segue into something else I wanted to include in the beef, which is how it seems that there's many people, particularly in your guys' life, 
who don't understand what a dress code means. So I'd like to use this opportunity to give everyone a short little lesson on wedding dress codes and what is appropriate and what is not. Uh, and so- no tank tops, Jeff. First, you have white tie, okay? That's the most fancy. That's like a tuxedo with a white tie, and you know you wear white gloves, and uh, women wear white gloves. That's not what this wedding is, okay? Then underneath white tie, you have black tie, which is what you know the uh-huh. standard tuxedo that you see. You know, black. I thought black tie was top, but white tie is new to me. But go no, on. No, white tie is the top. Black tie. You don't know shit, Jeff. Is underneath. And, uh, you know, for that is also like extremely fancy, right? You're, a man is in tuxedo, women are in evening gowns, floor length evening gowns. And with black tie, you can also wear evening gloves and you. Evening gloves? Men or women? Both. Women, Jeff. women I would say, but like you, you could wear. Should I'll be wearing white leather gloves? White with the black tie? That's right. Black underneath, bow tie. The next thing underneath would be. Black tie optional or formal, which is what this event is going to be. That means formal and black tie optional mean the exact same thing. It's just another word for mm. saying, no, look it up, Jeff. That's what it is. But it leans more towards black tie. It's like saying like, uh, right? Doesn't It's like one or the other. Formal attire is, it's just, it just means, yes, like it's fancy. It's suggestive of saying black tie optional, but it's, this is a fancy thing, like be fancy, you know, like, okay. and so that's what the dress code is. They're interchangeable terms, black tie optional slash formal just means like you don't absolutely have to wear a tuxedo, but you have the option and that otherwise, if you're not going to wear a tuxedo, you're going to wear a dark suit. And the women are still going to wear a floor length dress that is very fancy. Like black, if you're taking the option for black tie, then you're still being incredibly fancy. And if you're not taking the option for black tie, you're still being basically almost at that black tie level. You just don't have to wear a tuxedo. And then underneath that, then you go into Wife like beaters. Um, cocktail attire <laughs> is like what you see a lot of people do with like a khaki pants and a suit jacket and then a girl wearing a short dress. That's not even close to what this wedding is. And so everyone needs to be in either a dark suit or a tuxedo and every woman needs to be in a floor length gown. Like, and it has to be fancy. Like, what the hell? Like, I'm so worried that people are going to show up dressing like shit. Like, I have a beautiful, beautiful gown. I got an amazing photographer. And I don't want my photos. Because well, you're the bride, though. I don't want my photos to look like, why is that bride so dressed up for Jeff, her this barbecue is, this party? Is spring break Like, I don't want it to look Jeff. like, oh, I'm really dressed up. And then everyone else looks like they just got off the fucking bus uh, from Stinktown, Jeff's going to be wearing some fucking tweed jacket. Oh, with- yeah, Jeff's going to be like, I just thrifted. Oh, this pirate shirt. Can I wear a tweed? Is that optional? No, no. You have to wear a tuxedo for both. You should just buy a tuxedo. Dave, I'm waiting on that tuxedo appointment that you were supposed to set up for me. <laughs> Haven't you, you? You're not even setting up. You're making the groom set up a tuxedo appointment well, for you. We're, we're talking it out. We're working on it. We're talking it out and we're working on so it. So you're not helping in any way, shape, or form, Jeff? Like it's just kind of like Dave can I'm do stuff for you. I you don't want you me to and- be involved. 
Why oh, would you, why would you say everyone that? Needs, You're supposed to be involved. Everyone to needs to relax. Everyone You don't have a tuxedo. Relax. You haven't had an appointment to get a My tuxedo. My guy's got a You're tuxedo. You're going to end up having to buy one because you're not going to be able to rent one if you wait till the last minute. They're all going to be rented in your area he and then you're going to have to spend the $800 to buy I one. Rent in Maine though, so I don't have to carry it. That's interesting, you don't have to Jeff. Carry that's it? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> well, can I return it day of? At midnight, eleven fifty nine. I'm running. I'm running back to the place to return it. Same night, like yeah, like what? Jeff, every man should own a good tuxedo. Buy a tuxedo. Is your father wearing a tuxedo? Yes, every man at the wedding is wearing a tuxedo. All men wear tuxedos. Jeff, you need one for your family. And you're wearing your tuxedo again at the other things. Like so, tuxedos for both. Sharp. I love Dave in a tuxedo. There's nothing better than that. Yeah, well, Jeff, everyone has to be in a tuxedo. Very, That's, it, well, the, that Vera Wang, is Jeff. black tie. Optional. Vera Wang is the, what I wear. No, it optional is for New York. The other one is not optional. I think that's for some confusion lies. Yeah, of course. We're all no, going to iron it out. there was never confusion. We've been telling you I from the start you need to get a tuxedo. Optional, but now it's, no. now it's a white tie affair. No, it was never changed. It was never changed. You were never told the dress code for the for the thing that's happening in Maine. Oh, it sounds like no one was told the dress you were code told, now that you were told it up. to get a tuxedo like three months ago. You always knew what you uh, had to wear. A tuxedo. Cool. What did you think you were going to wear to your brother's wedding? What did you think you were going to wear to your brother's wedding? I have a jersey. Yeah, my boy rocks the New York Giants. Michael Strahan jersey to all the weddings he goes to. It's uh, and I wear it. I wear it backwards, like they used to do for Michael Vick. Yeah, buddy, that shit's gonna be sick, and we're gonna have a photographer and a videographer making sure that Strahan gets his justice. Justice for Strahan. Amen, brother. Love it. That's so tight. It's very tight. It's super tight shit. And we're really interested in the inventions that these three disgusting minds have in the pig pen today. And the first goes by the name of Baby Davy, and he has an idea that's going to blow your socks off. And I think this is really, really one of my best ideas. Yeah, uh, you might not like it, but hear me out, okay? Folks, allow me to pose a question, will you? Please do, Dave. What's the hardest thing for a cop to do? Sure, when they're not quote-unquote protecting and serving, they're taking down quote-unquote criminals. Am I right? Mm -hmm. I don't think so, but go on. (laughs) Jeff's sort of an all-cops-are-bastards type of guy, and I respect that out of him. But these criminals are a rambunctious bunch. They don't always like being arrested now, do they? (laughs) No, they don't. And what does it take to arrest someone? Hmm? Mm, Strength. Yes, Jeffrey. Uh, handcuffs. You got it. It's the handcuffs. Now, I, for one, have spent hundreds of hours watching public freakout videos on Reddit. And I can tell you <laughs> firsthand that getting those suckers on can be a real ordeal. And it often leads to even more violence. Am I right? You're not wrong. <laughs> and since I am a man of peace and tranquility, yeah. I thought I would help these pigs out just this once. <laughs> Introducing Cuff Links, the first Ooh. ever 
retractable handcuffs that let you cuff both wrists from an extended distance and then sort of zip them closer together. No longer will the police need to get both wrists close enough together to cuff them because with cuff links, you have two feet of extendable links to work with versus your four or five inches you get with your traditional handcuff. All right? So cuff links will revolutionize policing, not only in America, but abroad, since handcuffs are you ubiquitous throughout this planet. That's why I think this is a huge idea with tremendous scalability. With that said, the cufflinks will run $39.99, and we look forward to having you in as a customer and investor. Thank you very much. A customer. Yeah, buddy. Oh, there so you go. I'm really excited about this. Uh, I opened the mud pit the pig pen to any questions. David, what got you thinking about this? Well, like I said in my pitch, it's the hundreds of hours of public freakout videos I watch. You know, it's very difficult for cops to cuff people. And I think it's sort of one of these things that... Do you consider this copaganda at all or not? <laughs> very good, Jeffrey. Very good. But, uh, you know, it just seems very difficult. Even when people aren't struggling that much, it still seems difficult. And, you know, handcuffs just seem like, you know, they've been around since the early days of copping. But guns have gotten better, so why haven't handcuffs gotten better? Or should I say guns have gotten worse? <laughs> yeah, I agree with you, David. I like where your mind is at. You know, you don't always just do the pee-pee-poo-poo kind of ideas. You also have these, you know, functional... Uh, Sometimes you're on the side of uh, the ACAP. Yeah, buddy. So that's the idea. It's cufflinks. It's not on the side of ACAP. Uh, but we're trying to keep everyone safe out there, and that includes Well, the it reminds me of the zip ties that you see in the, in the January 6th, but it's a, it's a metal version of that. A little uh, bit, Separated, little and bit. then you kind of don't have to arm bar both arms. Correct. I mean, I don't hate it, Dave. You know, and you can get a little randy in the bedroom with this, too. And is this like something, say, you put the cuff on each wrist and then how do they connect? Walk me through that. Like, so it's like a zip tie. It's sort of like those uh, Chinese traps or maybe not so much like those. The, for, uh, Chinese, uh, what do they call them? Honest? Finger traps. Finger traps. It's sort of like the closer they get, then they lock, right? So when you get them close, right, they lock. Right. But you can't like get them. Like a zip them. tie. Yeah, like a zip tie. <laughs> but yeah, no, <laughs> in a in a good way, in a good mm-hmm. way. Um, look, I'll, I hear you out on the policing thing. It's kind of cool when it's cool. When it's not, it's not. You know me mm-hmm. though. I'm on the side of uh, anarchy. Sort of turn. I don't know why you guys are turning this into a you know a police conversation. Lots of people need handcuffs. I'm going to start using handcuffs on you to keep you from vaping. Very well, that's good. That's a policing that. of sorts, is it not? Yes. Maybe I go to bed with handcuffs behind my back. That would be awesome. Let's do that. No, because my arms get numb pretty easily. I don't know if it's a circulation What's issue. What's wrong with that? Well, you're not wrong, Jeff. It is yeah, fun. you don't need them overnight. Well, how am I going to do my uh, midnight he'd probably, fats? He'd probably start crawling on the floor uh, looking for a, uh, his next vape sip. Oh, Jeffrey, yeah, you're a he already is doing. That. You're a rotten kid, Jeff. Rotten to the core. Yeah, but he's got he's he's getting a lot more things from the car, huh? Oh, Jeffrey, you're a real prick. 
Yeah, he's uh, loves to run an errand these days, huh? Oh, you oh, guys yeah. are pricks. Yeah, yeah, he's not loves helpful to run at all when I need something done around the house these days. But when something in the car, he'll be run zipping right. Oh, he's out. all about that. Oh, you guys are real pricks. Yeah, he loves. I wonder to where he, he probably doesn't even hide it. It's in plain sight. Um, would you rather have lunch with Ellen DeGeneres, the real Ellen DeGeneres, or a seagull that has ten thousand dollars in cash strapped to its foot? <laughs> Think about uh, it. What do you, why do you have to reiterate the real? Oh, like she's like not putting up a front. It's Ellen DeGeneres, it's the mean Ellen, the, the Ellen DeGeneres that the comedian. That we know. The idea with the seal, though, is that you probably won't get the money, though, right? If you're with Ellen, you could risk just having a bad lunch with Ellen, and you might get nothing from being with Ellen, and she might be mean to you, and she might insult you, and she might make you get her, you know, like a smoothie or something. Or... You could choose a seagull, and it could be pretty easy to grab that money off of the the seagull. But the question is, you better be careful with that seagull. Are you planning on hurting that seagull uh, to get that to get that money? Uh, are you planning on? Well, asking I think it's it? a non-issue. Like you got to go seagull because yeah. there's, there's at there's least no, there's a opportunity. Yeah, involved. there's no benefit. You're gonna to hurt it. that bird, Jeff. You're gonna grab its foot and get that money off of it. I don't. What I don't, if you had to rip does, off does one grabbing of its legs? the foot <laughs> imply hurting the bird? Yeah. Well, okay, fine. You don't have to hurt the bird, so you're going to choose the seagull. But what if Ellen could give you, Ellen could potentially give you, you know, she could read your screenplay. She could freaking connect you with great, you know, people in the industry that could really, like, make well, Ellen would never do that. Uh, well, maybe not, but no, maybe she would. Personality. These people, they burn bridges behind them, not in front of them. She they don't, could say. No, no one likes to lift someone up other than Usher. Shout out to Usher. Thanks for everything you've done. Uh, for the sure. Beavers, what, what the Believers. Oh, yeah, 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 that's true. So if you're having lunch with Ellen, there's a chance that she could say you could become her friend and then you could be like vacationing at her home in Malibu. But are you saying you still choose the seagull? She's not going to invite you. She already um, knows you. I mean, this is like it seems like Martha Stewart's friends or anyone uh, that you're not actually – you got to go to these nice places, but you don't actually get to enjoy yourself because you're smothered by their ego. Go. Right. Interesting. Right, right, right. If I could go to her beach house without her, that's a different story. So you are pretty sure that you are not going to enjoy Ellen as a person. Uh, I don't see it happening, really. Really? Even with as funny as she can be, even as, as funny as she can be and as charming as she can be, you don't think that you Jeff would... doesn't think women are funny. No, that's not the case, Dave. I think women are hilarious. Uh, I just think that I don't really like having conversations while I'm eating at the end of the day. Okay. Fair, fair enough, fair enough. Jeff, fair So enough. firm seagull. And you, Dave, who do you choose? Seagull. Well, okay, uh, you both choose the seagull over speaking Ellen. Of, speaking of money, uh, Jeff, did you take part in the, uh, I don't know if anyone won, but the Powerball is almost at a billion dollars. Uh, no, oh. I haven't. Are you a gambling um, man? I don't like to. I keep thinking that I can envision the numbers. Do you have the, Do you have our ticket still? We don't have a ticket for this ball, whatever. Uh, yeah, we already got it. it. We didn't right, get it. Right, right. It's funny. I will see people ahead of me at the corner store, and they're buying their lottery tickets. And, I, you know, I'm thinking to myself, oh, what a 
bozo and then I buy a $25 vape right after them. Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, I actually know someone that won the lottery. I think I might have talked about it on the pod before, but my friend oh, Dave when he met you. Oh, yeah. Jeff, you were a real sweetheart, and, you, know, you know that. My friend's mom wa- picked up a, a scratch off from the gas station for million dollars and it was real it was a true story too because we it was a state in massachusetts if you win the lottery no problems is what they say though they don't let you be anonymous so she was like on the news and everything it was like holy shit four million all of a sudden right from one scratch off ticket that's amazing jeff what's your first purchase with the billion dollar ticket um probably another vape (laughs) Is it a billion or is it four million? Four, it's a billion. I'll tell you what I well, would do. I don't know well, if no, it a makes billion a billion. I guess like, like, a, a, like, a, like a farmstead, you know, just land. You know, I go land. Yeah, I would also purchase like the million dollar condo. farmstead, Jeff? That's what you want? You want to get away from people? Is that your deal? No, I can invite no, the people uh, that I like to the, to the no land. No way. First day uh, on I'm, the farmstead, he'd I'm, be like, oh, no, I need to go to Skinny Dennis. So. That's not really my personality anymore, but and nor was it ever. But I do. <laughs> yeah, I right. do. You're kind of uh, like I a like nature and I like uh, social scenarios. So if I can combine those two, you know, a little nature and a little uh, Jeff nurture. is a very social butterfly. I, for one, would build a city. Yeah. <laughs> How is that? Uh, not social. I mean, building a city is, to a degree, the early forms of a farm. You know, it's a building community is what you want. Yeah, no, I would build like a, uh, I would buy like a, sh- um, like a main street in a small town and turn it into a bunch of bars and shit, man. And uh, develop cool. a small town into a That's big cool. city. Yeah, dude, get get the links up, start opening up golf carts, opening up casinos in Atlantic City, then running for president, maybe starting a real estate company or something like that. Oh, cool. wow, okay. <laughs> you won't even start <laughs> a side hustle with me. Because I'm a one-man band, baby. What does that mean? You're a twin. You've never been a one-man mm, band. You have the energy these days. Oh, shut up, kind of, you prick. run tired, you yeah, know? Yeah, he's like retiring. I am a retired man. I've put in my hard work. I uh, helped College Humor and Funnier Die implode from within. <laughs> <laughs> you took huge empires and crumbled them into absolute yeah, nothingness. I'm, a, I'm like fucking Thanos, dude. I fucking take shit yeah. and I wreck it. You're the opposite of Midas. You're the ass dim. Movie pass. <laughs> Movie no, pass, man. Sadden. Sadden. Yeah, Sadden. you're the Saddam touch. I can't work for a company that's successful, man. <laughs> well, that's the only way you know. Yeah. Oh, and Movie Pass, you really yeah. have tanked several companies. I have. Yeah, they call them the Kiss of Death. Yeah. Kiss of Dave. <laughs> That's my guy. That's my speaking of movie pass. I actually just got my movie pass card in the mail, and I'm looking what? forward to nice. using it. Yeah, I actually, back, I tried to you use it the other week pass? at the the Williamsburg Cinema. They didn't even accept it. <laughs> they said you got to buy your ticket on Fandango. Really, that sucks. And at this point, I had met up with a, a fan of the pod, uh, Chris Shockwave, uh, and we had a couple beers before. He brought his dog. We were thinking of something fun to do, uh, so we decided to take the dog to see Mission Impossible, right? What do you mean, take the dog? To see, the dog to see. can go to the movies? Well, that was the question we were, you know, It doesn't seem like the dog would enjoy that, is, a really loud, is, can, scary movie. Can you movie? go see 
can you bring a dog to a movie? I've never seen a dog at a (laughs) Well, we were just pitching fun things to do, you know, kind of go out on a limb. That's not good for the dog. Dogs don't like fireworks. Dogs would not like a loud And maybe the iPad's not good for the kids. No. What's the diff, Biff? What's the the diff, Biff? What's the diff, Biff? The child, who cares about the child? The dog could get its ears hurt. That's true. Jeff, fire back. Um, the child could get its ears hurt as well. By how? With the iPad? Mm, with the movie. Uh, so a baby <laughs> can go to the movie, but dude, a dog I saw can't? Mission Impossible. That shit was no. sick, Who dude. said anything about a baby? I don't believe that the child should be out of the house. I'm just saying that <laughs> if you're going to bring a dog... And the dog should stay in the house as well? No, dogs can be out, but they don't belong. But dogs can't go see movies like normal people? It's not about that the dog being there bothers me. Yeah, Jeff, I, w- I wouldn't want a dog at a movie it's theater. It's about a dog would be upset. Your dog or a dog? Any a- dog. Any dog. <laughs> the dog was quieter than most people Because it was movie. probably deaf. It was probably terrified. It was probably laying there like... This is the well, one Maybe it finds theater? it comfortable. You don't know what the dog wants. <laughs> you are a little devil's advocate, Jeff. You know that? Just saying. Uh, he left about 20 minutes into the movie, and then I also left 25 minutes in. You, why'd you leave Mission Impossible? Well, because the dog wasn't there anymore, <laughs> so I kind of felt alone. Why did he leave? He left because he was tired. The dog was loving it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jeff, I can't believe you left that movie. Shit was fired, dude. Did you ask yeah. for your money back? Uh, no, they don't really let you do that, especially when you bring a dog in. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't get this. You brought a dog into the Williamsburg Cinema? They let you bring dogs well, he in? he snuck it in, and I bought a ticket. Cause Isn't fan, that dog because, big? Yeah, it is a big they, dog. They, they actually wouldn't, like I said, they wouldn't, they wouldn't let me buy the movie pass ticket. I'd have to go through Fandango. At that point, my phone was on 1%, so I had to buy a, a actual ticket. Uh, but Chris and the dog snuck in. people see the dog? It was busy, and Chris is kind of good at that type of stuff. Seems odd. But he did sneak the dog in. All right. <laughs> you're a funny fella, you know that, Jeff? Yeah. Well, you know. Real Kramer-like. Yeah, you're a Kramer, dude. Not everyone has to sit at home all the time. Jeffrey. What does that mean? We don't sit at home all the time. We go out constantly. No, I'm talking about you're talking about I'm talking about the dog. You know, not every dog has to sit at home. They can go to the movies too. <laughs> right, yeah, you're a dog and you go to the movies, so I guess you're right. I would like to. Anyway, uh don't you have some stinky rotten idea to share or was that it? That hey, dog you wanna lead me movies? in? Yeah, next up in the pig pen, you know him best as El Jefe, the Chef Jeff Rosenberg. Jeff, what do you have for us today? Thanks, Dave. Um, you know, I, I think I'm into fresh, uh, fun, uh, herbal, uh, clean, uh, downy, softener, scented idea here. Like the beads? Uh, and I'm talking about people that got to go to the laundromat. And you haven't done this for a while because you've had laundry in your place and you've had laundry in your building. Yes. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people in in the first, second, and third world still go to the laundromat, correct me oh if I'm god, wrong. Oh my god, I couldn't even imagine. And, and maybe I can turn that going to the laundromat, presumably after work, into more of a nightlife scenario, Ooh. introducing laundromug. You, you know you know how you have your card for the laundromat. They've gotten rid of the quarters. They've gotten rid of the dollars. Now you have kind of a fob, right? Well, that fob also gets you a part of a craft brewery uh, extravaganza, right? You got your machines in the back and your local brews 
in the front. Uh, you know, laundry typically takes two to three hours. Uh, in that time, instead of paying for that wash and fold, which they sell for at a premium, uh, you get to sit at the bar, uh, meet some locals, maybe play a game, and maybe have a good time. Instead, billiards, uh, uh, darts, uh, this or that. Uh, it gets people back outside, back in the moment, and, and you're feeling productive at the same time. That's laundry mug at this point. Back outside, but inside the laundry mug, right? Yeah. Exactly. You know, throw some plywood over those, uh, you know, washing machines and dryers and you got yourself a good beer pong game. That's not, Dave, that's such a good idea, Dave. Jeff, I love it. I think there's a lot of scalability to it. You can find your laundry mats all over the world. Um, one of the top businesses to run, and this is a way to double down on that uh, investment. And, Dave, and you'll find a lot of people, you know, they put their clothes in the washer and then they leave. They go home only to set an alarm that goes off this, you know, two to three to four to 10 to 15 to 20 minutes after they're home. Can you really relax at that point? Or do you turn around after putting your load in, if you will, uh, and, and take a load off? No, I think you found a tagline. Put a load in I and take I a load did. off. Lo- take a load in, take a load off. Put a load in, take a load off. Exactly. Jeff, I'm clapping in my head. If I wasn't holding the phone and the vape, I'd be on all fours howling to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dave. You're so sweet to me, and I miss you a lot, actually. Yeah, I heard you told your therapist that you missed me. Well, that was between me and you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be afraid to show emotion. I'm not afraid to show emotion, but that was a private conversation. <laughs> Dude, there's nothing private about you. You're a public kind of guy. It was a private conversation with my therapist that I happened to tell you, and now you're telling everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's right, dude. I'm showing the love. I'm spreading the love, man. Well, I appreciate that. On a, uh, for the last four to eight minutes, Dave and I have been reconnecting, bonding. You probably zoned out. I was uh, there's probably some Salt Lake City show. I was reading uh, reminiscent this of of um, yeah, what's that new show that's kind of reminiscent? Dave, help me out here. Of of Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie's show from yesteryear. Crappy Lake. Crappy Lake, of course. And the Nicole Richie show. Simple Life. Simple. <laughs> <laughs> Very good on it. You're sharp beyond your means. Yeah, I'm wicked smart. <laughs> Face looks kind of fat. David, remember when at my cool moment at the grocery store today? Your cool moment at the grocery store today with the woman. With the woman who said, "How do you know about how what to do with that?" Um, I don't recall this. What are you talking about? It happened like an hour ago. The woman in the liquor aisle. Yeah. No. Oh. No. Somewhere else. <laughs> she saw Anna buying simple syrup, and she asked Anna, "How do you know to get that?" And Anna said, "I don't." <laughs> Why'd you bring it up if you can't even say your line? I'm not doing it to, like, uh, say my line. Do the line, Anna. Do the line. No, I just said Dave, set her up again? No, don't set me up. Hey, Dave, set her you, up again? How do you know uh, what to buy? A lot of practice. A lot of practice, she says, which means she's a big drinker. And they got a lot. Yeah, she's always a been a laugh. big drinker. A big laugh. Yeah, she's... <laughs> no, I'm not a big drinker. You guys with your yeah. red noses are the big drinkers, and I just drink so No, you love, you, you love your sauce, though, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, that's fine. What's your drink of choice? She likes the painkiller for obvious reasons. 
Well, I'm not really on that anymore. I'm more of a martini kind of girl these days. Yeah, I, she does a dry martini. They both kill pain, though, huh? <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, sure. That's for sure. Yeah, I like the martini, dirty martini with olives. And then hold the uh, dirty. God forbid that ever comes in a can. <laughs> yeah. I mean. <laughs> Get her, Jeff, dude. My boy is savage. <laughs> Dude, that yeah. one was fire, dude. You're putting her to sleep. She's sleeping right now. <laughs> <laughs> Love that, Dave. Thanks, Dave. I miss you, man. Yeah, that's what your therapist says. Uh, yo, <laughs> Jeff, b- big fan of Laundry Bug. Uh, I think you could do a better name than that, but I'll, I'll check out ChatGPT, see if it has any ideas. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. Anna, what do you think of the idea? Uh, yeah, you know, I think you know how I feel about the laundromat. Uh, Maybe the machine shakes up the drink, too. How about that? Ooh, that's fun. Yeah, I mean, I have to say, even when I lived in apartments that didn't have laundry in them, I never would go to a laundromat. You're coming Uh, off as a little bit prissy, don't don't, you think? No, I don't think that is the case. She's very white glove at the end of the day. I think if you work and you can have money to make things less uncomfortable for yourself and if you have a steady income it's not a big deal to spend thirty dollars forty dollars oh a week gosh. on getting your laundry washed maybe you'd and rather have for two you. large cheese pies instead of that Interesting. i can have both that's the beauty of it is that i can have well, both and a third that thing sounds if like I you've want. already you're, you're already spending like you won that lottery yeah, well, uh, don't don't get me started, Jeff. It's all within budget. We'll, we'll be working until we're eighty at this rate. That's no, we mm. won't. When Social Security doesn't exist when we turn sixty-five anymore, they're going to push it to seventy-five. The world's not going to exist when we turn sixty-five. Yeah, see, Jeff, that's what I'm dealing with—the woman that thinks the world's not going to exist. It's not. It's like it's like. Haven't you heard about the current collapse? Oh my god! The current collapse. Oh my god, Jeff! I'm big on the current collapse. Yeah, someone that believed in the Mayan calendar in 2012. It's like marrying a realist who understands. It's like someone that. Why not take out a big hundred thousand (laughs) dollars small business loan? Um, don't I'm don't still, get her started. I'm Jeff. still fiscally responsible. That's how I came to have you know the wealth that I do in the first place. Need a four hundred one k. But environmentally irresponsible. I just don't <laughs> care to take out a hundred thousand dollar loan if I don't need it. You know, I'm happy to just kind of get my little uh, treats and you know things that I need as I need them here and there, and that's that. And, we're dead and we broke. respect that. We do respect that. And I just think I would never. You know, but I still think if you have to go to the laundromat because you just can't get the wash and fold for some reason, then sure, it's a fun little idea. Well, to make I it mean, more fun. look, it's not about getting. I'm saying, say, you know, say the laundromat is to to do it yourself is twenty dollars. Wash and fold is forty dollars. That twenty dollars could be spent at the bar instead. <laughs> You're both kind of wrong in this scenario. See, I'm putting it into my. Nancy Pelosi fund, all right, which is up 30% in the last four months. Is it, Dave? Yes, it is, Jeff. Although America lost its AAA rating today, so the stock market is in a free fall right now. Um, so really? Hun- yes. That has nothing to do with the auto service, the towing company? <laughs> oh, Jeffrey, uh, let me talk to you after the pod about the AAA rating. In- indeed, indeed. I'd love to hear more about that. Uh, guys, Dave, take over. <laughs> uh, yo, n- last up in the pig pen, she is uh, the Dame Mondach, and she's got a 
brilliant idea coming your way. Anna, what do you have for us today? Uh, Boom. Ew, uh, David. <laughs> I forget what you said something that annoyed me a couple minutes ago, but I forget what it was. Do you have internet? You didn't write it down in your little notepad? No, I meant to, but I don't have it. So, like, you need to make sure that, you know, you're being really Does your idea have anything to do with how I annoyed you, or what's the deal, dude? Oh, I'm just sharing. Shane, what do you think about this? I'm just sharing <laughs> that I feel, you know... You could be a little sweeter when we do the pod. You're usually really sweet to me the rest of the time. You could be sweet on the pod. Dude, I am sweet on the pod. Oh, okay. So, you know, you know how when you're, like, talking about something and then, like, you know, you, you, like, you see an ad for it, like, 20 minutes later, like, you know. Yes. Or even sooner than that often a lot of the time, wouldn't you agree? Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, clearly the phone, and they say that, that the phone is listening for buzzwords, right? Like, that the... Phone listens for buzzwords, keywords. It picks up on the keywords. So I, I actually use this to my advantage. You know, I've kind of been onto this for a while. Like I'll say to when I'm calling an Uber, I'll be like, Lyft is cheaper. Lyft is cheaper. And then it's like <laughs> usually it will I'll then close the app, open Lyft, go back, close the app, go back into Uber, and then suddenly the price is like fifty percent. It usually works. Then it got me thinking, you know. If your phone can do that, why can't it help? Like if you got kidnapped and I couldn't get to my phone because it's zip tied with Dave's, you know, handcuffs behind my back. Handcuff links. Why couldn't my phone under if I'm going kidnapped, kidnapped, help, help. Like why couldn't the phone kind of call 911 and step in for me there? If you say, hey, Siri, call the cops, would they do it? Don't you have to hold a button for Siri? No, I think it works with, hey, Siri, but I don't have Siri because I don't want her being like, what do you want? All the time, every time. Jeff, if you have the Alexa, if you say, hey, Alexa, call the police, would it do it? It would probably start playing the band, the police. Starring Sting. Sting. Yeah, love Sting. Uh, Jeff, try it out and get back to us. We'd love to know how that goes. Well, I don't want to get you know on the on the radar on that front, but I imagine it. You're a coward. You know, I feel like uh, you know the big security system DGA. You'll see it at a lot of places. Of course, um, Jeff. They used to run social for that. I love that. That's why. That's why they've got so many robberies. <laughs> Um, you know, a lot of times I'll set off alarms by accident at stores that I work at and, you know, the cops are always showing up for false alarms. Because you're stealing merchandise and items from the store? No, obviously not. (laughs) It's not really worth my time or value for the resale. Well, how do you end up with your trunk loads and in your truck loads full of, full of hot goods? Uh, and some things fall off a truck, other things fall off people's fucking feet. (laughs) (laughs) You're a bad guy. I've been saying it for years, man. Amen. I, I think the idea is interesting, Anna. I think it's got legs. Oh, I forgot you were feet. doing my idea. What was yeah, it? Yeah, the idea where uh, your phone oh, can yeah. hear if you're kidnapped. Yeah, why can't the phone be more helpful? It can. I, I mean, I think it's. I think I definitely think it's weird that people still go missing this day and age. Yeah, it's like get an Apple Watch, you loser. <laughs> Well, it's like, can't you ping them wherever they are, whenever you, like, it's it's like Apple's like, well, we don't want people taking advantage of this shit. It's like, yeah, but what if you're looking for a body? Yeah, people go missing all the time in New York. I see it on their, that, uh, yeah, Brooklyn, what is New subreddit? York? 
Yeah, what oh, is yeah. New York? Um, well, someone, yeah, people are going, there's a new serial killer I was telling you about that. Yeah, sound off on the Patreon about that new Brooklyn serial killer who might or might not be Jeff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's so good, dude. It'll be such a good documentary in 10 years, but if we're not producing it, we're not going to see any cash from that. Yeah, you got to get points on the back end like Dwayne Johnson had on Jumanji. <laughs> Very oh, good. Anna, such a fun idea out of you. Thanks. Fun episode. Good times. Glad to be back with the nation, man. We rock hard always. Uh, we love hearing from you. DM me. Uh, if you're hot, send me some nudes. Uh, if you ain't, still send me that shit and I'll be the <laughs> judge of it. Um, one time years ago, someone did send me nudes and I said this was sexual harassment. it is that's fucking creepy what who the fuck did that david was it a girl it was a girl ew when we were together digital or uh snail mail snail Snail mail mail of that snail tail (laughs) you're good dude (laughs) that good shit grace uh sorry we were out the other week uh we love you we miss you please name this episode uh, hand cufflinks. Yeah, Grace, take out the whole beginning. That's not a great name for the episode, Dave. Yeah, it is. It's a How about name. my idea? <laughs> oh, dude, it's hand cufflinks. Oh, what was your idea again, Anna? I don't remember it. It was the uh, S sending out an SOS. It was like a That's the right. police. It's another way too. to track people. Anna's, Anna's it wasn't really a good idea. Should I say something are, else? Are, my idea was giving a stinker. Big government ideas. You want the like police and the. Well, uh, Jeff Alexa everyone. already has your voice, so it can make calls to like mom and be like i'm kidnapped send money which is already which <laughs> and is she'd ar- be like <laughs> oh guys we have fun uh can't wait to hear from you all and as always stay, stay scheming and stay, <laughs> stay dreaming oh yeah <laughs> walking out the door robbing their bank got the chauffeur make some more pearls now with no pursuit short today with two dudes for innovation that was a headgum podcast. <laughs>